So the first chapter, it's about uh, development of the self in society. So it's unit one until unit five. And that is from uh, pages three until 36 in your textbook. And we needed to understand what is stress, what is anxiety, and what's the difference between the two. Um, so in your textbook, it tells us that stress is the reaction caused by ongoing, increasing or new pressures. Um, so, so remember that stress is about the current changes. Anxiety is about what the future holds. Okay, so there's a there's a difference. Um, and then so we spoke about the fact that um, you know a healthy amount of stress is good for us because it pushes us to move forward. Um, but when we're constantly anxious about the future, when we feel like we have too much to do and too little time. Um, when we feel like we have problems we can't solve, that is when stress is not good for us and it's too much. Um, because you will remember that we spoke about how too much stress can affect the quality of your life. If you're too busy um, struggling to cope, you're going to struggle to build, you're going to struggle to do things with your time. Um, and that's why we look at stress. And then we spoke about the four stresses. And if you remember them correctly, it's the physical, emotional, social, and environmental. So it will be important when you're studying to know the difference between them and how to identify them. Um, so a physical stress is one that you that affects your body and you can feel it at a bodily level, okay? So lack of sleep, substance abuse, having a poor diet, not exercising, that stuff. Then emotional stresses. Uh, so those are the ones where we're talking about feeling worried, being nervous, jealousy, anger, disappointment. Um, it's it's your feelings, your thoughts, and your reactions to life crisis and change. So remember, then we spoke about the different personalities. So then you have a type A personality, and in that picture, it's an impatient person, a challenger, competitive, obsessed with work. And then we had a type B personality, and those are people who seem to be a little bit more too relaxed, chilled, uh, low stress, creative, procrastinate. Then you have a type C that seems to be more analytical, systematic, um, always thinking through their things. And then social stresses. So with social stresses, remember it's about the relationships we have with people um, and how they affect us. So that is what, so it's things like peer pressure, experiences of bullying, feeling lonely despite being around people. Those then would be social stresses. And then environmental is about the space that is around you, the physical space around you. So it's the community you're in, uh, obstacles that you're having to face because of your environment. So. An environmental stressor, for instance, can be having to study but having no electricity. See, so that's an environmental stressor. Um, then we need to then talk about how then do you manage your stress. Um, there you have to know the symptoms of, of stress. So there are things of feeling moody, feeling overwhelmed, uh, not being able to relax, um, feeling overly negative about yourself. Uh, then you have physical symptoms, so those are headaches, um, low energy, lack of appetite, struggling to, struggling to sleep, aches and pains, that sort of thing. 
Um, and then we have cognitive. So remember, cognition or cognitive is about your brain. So it's all in your mind. So constantly worrying, poor judgment, inability to focus, being pessimistic. That is cognitive. Okay. And then we have then behavioral uh, symptoms. And those are things like you procrastinate or you avoid things. Uh, your appetite changes. Either you eat too much or too little. Um... You seem to be more nervous, jittery, that, you know, yeah, that one, stuttering, for those who don't get it. Um, and then just remember that there's positive and negative stress, you know, and knowing what you call that, okay? So this, this the, 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 the positive or the good one is the U-stress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, -S -S. and then the negative one is D-stress, okay, D I. S T R E S S, not D E S T R E S S. The D E one is when you're getting rid of stress, but de stress is the negative one, the one that causes pain in your life. Okay, then there's coping mechanisms and there's ways to manage and management techniques of, of stress. So, a coping mechanism is the way that you think or act or behave in dealing with your stress and then a management technique are ways in which you can control the amount of stress that you experience in your life uh, like changing your diet managing your time um, stress management which we, we put in four parts okay so part one just talks about uh tackling the problem so you you identify and address the problem you avoid stress where possible and you let some things go Okay, so that's already part one. Uh, then part two is taking care of my body. So that is like using exercise, uh, active relaxation, eating well, sleeping well. Again, that is to manage your stress. Um, and then part three is dealing with emotions. So learning how to take instant vacation. So in your mind, so how then to let your mind be at ease by doing something different. So you 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 quickly um open a book watch your favorite show listen to your favorite song so that it just takes your mind away from everything uh for that moment so that you can you can give your your emotions enough time to 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 deal okay um and then release emotional tension and that means actually crying if you need to cry cry if you need to laugh laugh if you need to be angry and punch something punch it don't punch someone and don't punch something you can't afford to fix because that's just stupid so punch a pillow <laughs> just whatever will will make you feel like you've released that emotional tension after you've given it some time to settle and then part four is making the world better so just figuring out how then what good can you do in society what good can you do for someone else uh, that will put your stress or your emotions uh, in context Unit two then talks about uh, conflict resolution, um, how to deal with conflict in our lives. Um, and what are the key questions we needed to answer? We needed to answer um, what is interpersonal and what's intrapersonal conflict. Conflict is a disagreement, an argument, a fight. Uh, resolution is a solution, an agreement to resolve the conflict. Then interpersonal, it's conflict between me and you. Intra, it's conflict within my shelf. And then what are, what are some of the benefits of conflict? You remember we, we 
we had to unpack that so conflict helps us to listen to each other realize what is important to us uh, to learn about the people around us we did a whole list like that okay um opens our eyes to new ideas uh, because in conflict and when you have to resolve it you get to hear oh snap actually i should have thought of this differently thanks for the good idea even though you are a jerk but thanks you know um it also is a chance for you to verbalize your needs sometimes the reason we're in conflict with people is um, they don't know what we want and we don't know what we want so now in this conflict we are reminded that oh snap I said, I said, in my heart of hearts, this is what I want. So if this relationship will continue, you, you need to realize that I need those things. Okay. Uh, teaches us to be flexible. Sometimes we're too stubborn. And then in our stubbornness, we say things we don't mean. Okay. Um, we learn to listen through conflict because we can't resolve it without me hearing what you think um, and listening attentively. And then we get to good solutions. Uh, some of the greatest inventions or creations were done because conflict had to exist. Uh, we communicate uh, better by practicing communication skills. Um, we also learn to create limits with people. Um, sometimes we have to create boundaries so that we keep, so that we can avoid conflict with certain people. And it only happens after we've had a couple of conflicts, and then we realize, when let me create a barrier for us. Um, then we learn to also deal with our emotions and control them better. Um, sometimes we make emotional decisions that are very rash, very um, ill-mannered, and that's why then conflict will teach us how to control our emotions so that we say what we really mean instead of saying uh, what our emotions demand of us. Um, and then we just learn to differentiate ourselves, you know, by learning about the things that bother you, that put you into spaces of conflict, you start to realize maybe this is just who I am. Um, and then you get more confident in this version of yourself. Okay. So we, we then spoke about conflict resolution skills. So those, that's things like applying assertive skills. Um, so you approach the person instead of waiting for them to come to you and say, hey, dang, see problem. Um, learning not to get defensive. So use eyes instead of you. You remember those statements instead of when I, when I say, okay, I feel like I'm often doing this. I respect your opinion. Um, so let me tell you what is mine. I understand what you mean. Let me tell you about mine. Okay. Avoiding the blame game. So uh, instead of saying how wrong the other person is, you can say how you are experiencing their behavior. Uh, listening actively. So don't listen for your turn to jump in, but listen to really understand. Um, and then tame your emotions. So don't speak in anger. You know, wait for your anger to subside and then express how you really feel and say why this made you as angry as you were. Show that you're willing to compromise. Um, so figure out where you need to win, where you need to lose. Uh, you don't have to win everything. Some things are not worth the fight. Uh, in that way, then you keep your priorities clear about why we need to resolve this uh, conflict between the two of us. Avoid bad mouthing the person. It's bad enough if we have a conflict. Uh, it's worse when we are finally dealing with a conflict and then I have to tell you that I heard you said this and this and this and this. So bad-mouthing people and then later solving the problem doesn't help. 
not taking conflict personally sometimes there was conflict because we were brainstorming and then you forgot that uh, we want the best ideas when i thought your idea was the best one so um we mustn't take things personally conflict will sometimes push us to become better people so when we're dealing with resolving a conflict we don't have to always take things so deep read the non-verbals of the other person sometimes we will um we could avoid a huge explosion by reading how our actions treated other people and you're like oh non-verbally you're already saying you're angry let me just ask you did i do something you don't like um and then figure out how to get to solutions uh, instead of just being right sometimes you can be right but it doesn't solve the problem um so be will be willing to apologize and forgive um the parts that you did wrong you don't have to wait until we get to the end of the conflict you can read from the beginning say look i i know what i said was wrong please forgive me um i shouldn't have said what i said already diffuse the situation uh focus on the present and what that means is you know when we're dealing with the fact that you didn't call me we need to address them not calling me don't don't send out and every time i'm walking down when i'm a police like don't bring receipts of old stuff let's finish what we are dealing with now um and then use humor sometimes it's okay to just be funny just to make us realize with as we can laugh with each other can we just solve this thing we like each other okay um prioritize the relationship apply negotiation and um, mediation skills so that was that was that topic on conflict resolution so really go through the stuff there they are obviously essay type questions that you will have to deal with uh, so don't don't be stupid and uh, make unnecessary mistakes so remember that table about the difference between university work and, and high school um also about just you know learning who we are uh, approaching people uh being open to change things like that um that was that was that was important that that table of the transition is very 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 important and remember what we spoke about that in a way school and work are similar in that you are under someone else therefore there are expectations there are rules that you have to maintain while university is this weird in between place where you have to dictate your own timing your own behavior your own things if you don't have good control um and decision making skills you'll make dumb decisions but school and work you know there's time to clock in there's time to leave there's someone you report to um there are demands that you need to meet and if you fail at them there are consequences uh, but with 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 university it's really all about you so that 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 section was very important in being able to advise someone who is in that weird moment and then we created that uh, lifestyle plan if you remember um and just developing that was issues of you know how how much will i sleep physical exercise stress management time management coping with change so if you remember correctly we did one in your uh, workbook so if you go through your workbook those pointers we went through about a lifestyle plan that's enough for you to to know this part of the work
Alright? Good luck, Mandy. Yeah.